0: You're listening to the Medic Materials Podcast, hosted by Mike Turk, Emily Yates, and Gerard Cuomo. All our current EMS providers and educators with a combined 30 years of EMS experience. Each month, we discuss EMS news, medical science, and review actual EMS calls, offering many educational opportunities to the listener. Portions of the calls have been altered to protect the privacy and identity of all involved.
1: Hello and welcome everyone to the Medic Materials Podcast. My name is Mike Turek. I am joined with Emily, as always, uh, Gerard, and our almost EMT. You should probably know your results. Halfway there. Halfway I'm there.
2: Done with my practical, not with my written.
1: Yay. See, look at that. Um, so it is December 15th when you guys will <laughs> be.
0: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tasmanian devils
1: <laughs> How are things down under? <laughs> you know, it happens. You know, it's, um, so it is December 15th, and uh, today's call is going to be tying in our December 1st episode, in where we talked all about brand new providers, brand new EMTs, and kind of transitioning into that you know, great wide world of being on your own in an ambulance, treating for your patients. And the sad part is you guys have absolutely no idea about this call, but the only foreshadowing I can give you is it is our first call from outside of New York State. So that's pretty cool. So this is our first submission from uh, another another provider. And it is catastrophic. It's the best word that I can, or or as the old guy that I used to work with in the kitchen used to say, "unfucking believable." That's more or less what you guys will be thinking when you're hearing this. So is that
0: equivalent to goddamn ridiculous?
1: It's it's no, I think unfucking believable is bigger. I think it's that shit ton to crap ton to fuck fuck ton, ton. right? Kind of. I think we're in the fuck ton of bad here. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, As you guys will see, but um, a little bit of housekeeping before we jump into it. We've been growing on all of the podcast platforms. Just make sure to keep our growth up. You actually rate and review the podcast, Um, and I see all that. So make sure if you really hate what I say or what we say. Let us know and be like, "Hey, you're douchebags," or "Hey, we love you," because we take all the ca- you know all the constructive criticism to heart. So um,
0: we know we're douchebags. It's, it's
1: it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I know I talk feel, really feel loud, free. but you know it is what it is. So so okay. Here is the setting. I want to jump right into this. The setting. You have a small city. You paint the picture. There it is. Okay? Picture there this. It is. Sicily, <laughs> <There> 1925. <laughs> <laughs> so there you were in a small city, ten to 15,000 residents. So it's not terribly huge, okay? You have a community hospital, just a generalized community hospital, approximately 20 minutes away from where this call occurs. You have a large city hospital approximately one hour away from where this call occurs, okay? Your crew is a city fire department. You have two basic EMTs. For this particular call, there is no ALS response. However, there is ALS nearby within the department if requested. Okay? Keep that in mind. So these two basic EMTs in this fire department are, uh, are dispatch priority four or an alpha priority, depending on where you guys are, to a local elderly apartment complex. Okay, priority 4 is no ALS. That's why medics did not no go. Lights, no, no lights, no sirens. EMTs should be able to handle it. Whatever. We'll we'll get Cuz
0: dispatch point. is always right. Cuz
1: dispatch is always right, right? But at least that's what they think. So, dispatched alpha priority to an elderly apartment complex for an 85-year-old male with altered mental status. So now, in my opinion, that totally sounds priority four, but, you know, whatever. We're going to say the dispatch is, is, you know, high on something, whatever. And they dispatch a priority four for these two EMTs. When you get there, OK, the crew decides that they're going to bring in because it's a large apartment complex. They have to leave their truck out front. Right. They decide to bring in their stretcher and their first in bag. Do you guys believe for an altered mental status that they need anything more?
0: First the in bag the has wheels the... are turning I was going to say, first in bag, you've got oxygen, stretcher's got oxygen, right?
1: You would think. Action I'm not delivery entirely systems, sure.
3: Right, like right, on a typical first example. in bag, okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay,
1: all okay. right. So they bring those two things in. They go into the apartment complex. They find the the appropriate place. And they're met at the door by a family member, okay? They get inside, and they see a male lying lying with his head slightly upright in the living room recliner, okay? He appears to be in no distress. His eyes are closed, and he does not realize that you're in the room even though you're talking. What are you guys, like, that's a nice scene size up for you guys. Where do you want to go from here? Leave it open to the room because I see the wheels already turning <laughs> in the room here. Emily's like, "How can this get any worse?"
0: Oh, I'm already thinking how worse it can get. I oh, okay. too. I've had the a hey, diabetic emergency, breathing has been confirmed. Then you get there and they're like, "He's laying on the bed with his it eyes looking confirmed. straight up, going, ah, those were agonal respirations because he's dead.'"
1: Okay, well, so we're not we- there. Right, we're not
0: there. And I got you, but I, I mean, family's like,
3: on scene. He's not really responding.
1: So, fam- family that, right. is on scene. Yep. He is not responsive, uh, at least to your presence right. in the room. You haven't actually touched, touched him at everything. this point. Yep.
2: Have you tried talking to him?
1: So,
0: well, just the fact that he's dead, I mean, general impression would be I would consider him sick. Until okay. proven otherwise. So,
1: yeah. sick, not sick. We're going to say definitely sick. on the sick yeah. side. He we don't know man. why, but sure, right? People typically are not meant to be altered, correct? Right? Like, so.
2: And if they're calling, it's not Alzheimer's or anything that's normal.
1: Right. Okay. And they don't
3: really, like, you don't, if you have strange people in your house and they're talking, you don't just ignore that.
1: Right. So right. That, and sick. that's yeah. that's something, something that, the, the the fact that he doesn't acknowledge the presence yeah. of the family member and or the, the strangers now in the house with clunky gear, right. a stretcher, noise. Clearly
2: making weird noises that you're not used to. Clearly
1: right. there's something going on, right? We have to investigate further. So the EMTs go, hey, family why am i here right the family tells ems that they were here two days prior to check up on uh their family member and they were normal they were moving around they weren't sick they were talking there was no signs of illness or trouble okay they came in this morning to check on him and they found him to be very lethargic very confused super tired never didn't even want to get out of the chair They advise you that he does have a history of dementia, but this confusion today seems worse than typical, okay? And the family member is really unclear on whether or not, you know, how well they've been taking care of themselves within the last two days. So they don't know output or input or anything like that. They don't know if they've been taking meds or eating food or fluids or anything like that. And there's no real evidence within the within the scene for you to be like, "Oh, there's you know, pill bottles everywhere, and this, that, the other thing." So we really, what what do we want to do in this type of situation? That's not much information other than he was okay and now he's not okay, kind of thing. What's the what's the panel thinking here?
0: It could be anything. I mean, there's a bunch of different things going through my head. Okay.
2: I guess the first thing, they haven't made patient contact yet, right?
0: No. But why don't we so, do that? Yeah. Like, why don't we do that? Because if they're sitting there, maybe they're not
2: really breathing, and they're just kind of
3: hanging out. Or maybe there's an
0: angry old guy that doesn't want to open his eyes and wake up for anybody. Yeah, um, There's,
3: or maybe he can answer some questions. Right. Like, we need to get more.
0: Or maybe we he's to get, in a full-blown stroke. I mean, who need, knows? We need yeah, right. to get more you info,
1: know? right? So, okay. So, they go up, and they look at him, and there's no obvious visible trauma anywhere. He is alert to voice commands. Okay, um, directed at him. However, he is very lethargic. As soon as he, you know, as, as soon as you say, "Hey, dude, wake up," he kind of opens up his eyes, and then boom, right back out of it. Okay, um, he when you ask him questions, he is extremely confused. He does not make any sense whatsoever. He's not really able to give you any appropriate answers to any of your questions his airway is patent his breathing is shallow and rapid and there's no active bleeding anywhere that you can notice his pulse is present but slightly fast when you check his skin it's pale he's got cool extremities but a very warm core there's no blankets, there's no anything like that, and he's dry. That, that's pretty much the initial exam that these EMTs get. Okay. Okay. Sick, not sick. Sick sick, sick. 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 Right? We're thinking sick motherfucker here. What do we want to do for this gentleman as providers? What what should these providers be doing in this situation?
0: Vitals, glucose.
1: Vitals and glucose. I love that idea. Vitals and <laughs> glucose. All right. So these these guys decide to do vitals and glucose. Right? They're well on done, the ball guys. so well far. Done. It's like, Turk, I said that you thought this was catastrophic.
0: Right? We're, we're leaning <laughs> in that
1: direction. I'm like waiting for that drop. All right. So, the other shoe. All right. So here's what they find. They put on a pulse ox probe. Cool. Now... Granted, he's cold.
0: Yeah, That's what I was just thinking. It's
1: cold. And this is not one of the pulse ox probes that, you know, are attached to our life packs or our zoles. These are one of the little alligator clips that, like, firemen carry in their pockets.
0: From Walgreens.
1: Right. We know that they are not very accurate in the first place. However, they get 86%. Put on oxygen. Now, is that because they're cold... Now this person, you know this this pulse ox probe does not have a pleth wave, so you can't tell like oh hey is their pleth wave really shitty or not. So they're gonna go okay, we're gonna do what Kelsey says, place them on oxygen. They place this gentleman on two liters nasal cannula and Sats increase to 91 to 92 percent. Okay, respiratory rate is 22, heart rate via the pulse ox is 122 and regular when they feel it. And the blood pressure is noted to be 105 over 41. Now, this is Wait. wait. They're taking manuals, right? No, they didn't. That is given to them by the family member who took it prior to the EMS arrival.
2: But if they were taking it manually, there still shouldn't be an odd number.
1: Correct. Here's their... Here's have a little <laughs> list thingy? Okay, I saying, yeah. so this particular crew took the family member's blood pressure cuff, right? So, so they didn't use the family's blood pressure cuff, but the family reported, hey, prior to you coming, I took the auto cuff that we have that sits on the patient's wrists and spit out 105 over 41. The EMS crew says, okay, 105 over 41, faili- and fails to check themselves
0: I say that's, that's so they, one.
1: they never actually take a manual blood pressure on this patient wow. they just that's assume 105 over 41 okay it's fair whatever Far wait brand time
3: brand. out because even if you say that's fair their map is still too low like they're not confusing yeah. the brain at correct that. so it's like i mean 60 right. ish 60 it's below 65 i know right. that yes so you can say like, oh, get a manual, blah, blah. I mean, even if you take that. So say you take that mm-hmm. blood pressure, it's still not okay.
1: Right. But to two basic EMTs that I, I will say these are new-ish providers, right? These are six- to eight-month EMTs working on a crew together, right? So is it, to me... It's worse that they don't check a manual blood oh, pressure because that's all they've been conditioned to. So what kind of training or to me, laziness have they've have they encountered in the six last months. six months <laughs> to now be like, Oh yeah, I'll take that, right? But to the untrained EMT that's not a paramedic, one oh five over forty one. Hey, it's over a hundred, okay. I'm it's good with that. It's barely over 100. Right? Yeah, it, they don't know MAP they, at this right, point. They, they can't sit they there and go, teach, oh, well, yeah. that's not a MAP of 65. Right. They don't know that that They're even teaching exists They not how
0: to calculate MAPs. Right.
1: They go, oh, it's over 100. Okay. It's slightly low, but it's not 95. Right. It's not 85. It's 105. I'm, I'm okay with that. Right. Interesting. So they choose not to do a blood pressure. They also don't take a temperature. They do do a blood glucose, it's 281
0: cause body's dumping some glucose for something. The
1: body's dumping glucose for something, and they do a GCS. It comes out as 12. They decide that it's 3 for eyes, 4 for verbal, and 5 for the motor responses. Okay? This is the point where they decide, okay, we're going to move him to the stretcher because we're pretty much done here. We got him on oxygen. We got a blood glucose. We got vital signs. We're going to move them uh, to the stretcher. While they move him to the stretcher, they have to do a lift and move. They notice that uh, he's got a Foley bag attached to the opposite side of the uh, recliner reclining chair, or whatever it is. And it's got about 150 mLs of very dark urine. So they throw that in between his legs, burrito wrap him on the stretcher, and move him downstairs. So with everything that I've given you guys, do we have as a table... A differential diagnosis. Yeah. Sepsis. Sepsis. Did, sepsis sepsis via what? UTI. UTI, yeah. right? Yeah. If if I'm thinking it okay, this guy is septic. He's got a UTI. He was fine two days ago. Maybe he's he had a UTI two days bag. ago, but he wasn't septic two days ago. Right? right? And the family just didn't know.
2: Did they ever call for ALS or anything? They're just keeping on their merry
3: way. They're just
1: keeping they're just keeping well, on I mean, in all keeping fairness, on. They
2: think that the blood pressure
3: is okay. They're not concerned with the pulse rate. They don't really care about the blood sugar. So in New you And fix the SPO2. Right. And you're with oxygen. And honestly, if if that was the only thing going on, that's fair. It's not the only thing going on.
0: It's like they're they're paying attention to the what they the want. Systolic, right? It's almost like they're they're selectively choosing the vitals. Want, right? It's so, like, oh, I have a systolic of one hundred and five. So let's not pay attention that it's forty some, diastolic. Right. No, hold on. And that he's
1: tachycardic. And you're you are playing into something that I, I wanted to touch base on, and that's confirmation bias, right? So they're sitting there going, oh well, this guy looks sick. We don't want him to be sick, so we're just going to focus in on the things that don't Don't make make him him sick. sick. And justify it. And justify it. That is a horrible outlook for any type of patient care. Right? You need to be open to the fact that this guy is sick.
3: Take the whole picture. Take the whole picture, right? Uh, Even the blood sugar of 2-something. You know, an EMS, you're like, oh, that's fine. We're not going to do anything with that. Well, are they diabetic? Are they that's what I was going to ask. diabetic? diabetic? That's and right. that's significant. It. Family
1: says they are not diabetic. Yeah, that's they, well, so have a, they have a he's, cardiac he's history, like that, yeah. they have the dementia history, and they have some lung history. That's it.
0: And if you, it, a, and, and like I said, it, even as a basic EMT, if you take that blood pressure and you say, okay, yeah, systolic's 105, great. That's, it's got three numbers. We're happy. Mm-hmm. 41 too low. for diastolic? It's too low. So we have hypotension... Oh, his heart rate's 122. We have tachycardia,
3: tachycardia and hyperglycemic
0: as, and, and hyperglycemic.
1: And
3: he's hypoxic.
0: Right. Yep. So and his respiratory count is above it's normal. It's a Yes. You take yes, all exactly. that into account, and that screams shock it's, to a basic EMT.
1: And what kind of shock? Non-compensated shock Correct. because you've lost now mental status. Yeah. Right. So the the
0: my point is for a basic EMT just just taking those simple vital signs at face value and not being selective that is screaming this this patient's in shock.
1: Yes. Yep. So we have established what? This person needs ALS, needs a cardiac monitor, needs a fluid bolus with an IV. Whether they which, whichever hospital they go to doesn't really much matter. But they need to call for ALI. Like Kelsey said, has they requested ALS at all? Nope, nope, nope. So mm-hmm. here's what they do next. They load the patient into the stretcher. Or... <laughs>
2: <laughs> shove him right right, into shove him. Them right well, in the well, stretcher. at least
1: he didn't say we shoved the stretcher
0: into the patient. <laughs> I've had that done to
2: That'd me be before. That'd be slightly amusing, but that mostly painful. Was, <laughs> you
0: know.
1: So he's already on the stretcher. Let's <laughs> take the stretcher and move it into the into the ambulance the pulse ox unbeknownst to the provider the primary provider he will say emt1 at this point in time falls off the patient he doesn't know because there's no monitor to sit there and be like hey your pulse ox probe fell off and once they were in there, he, he did do one thing. He listened to lung sounds. They were clear. Cool. Whatever. Equal all fields. <laughs> awesome. Fabulous. Then, can anybody guess what this gentleman did? This EMT one Started to write his chart. Started to write his chart. Generate- <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were wow. joking. I was, I that, was that was a joke. a joke. No, no. I'm being 100% serious. This EMT sat in the captain's chair. Oh, my God. And started to do paperwork. Now, I am one, uh, and I know this is this is me personally. I will never do, other than name, date of birth, yeah. on the way to the hospital. Absolutely. Correct. I am not there to Especially, be a patient paperwork provider. I'm you're there, there to for do the patient, patient care. Even if there's nothing to do, talk
3: to them. Exactly. The back of the ambulance or the patient in it is no place to write a chart.
1: Exactly. So... They start to transport. EMT-2 gets in the front of the ambulance. and Are They went to
0: the close to the far hospital.
1: Ah, they go and choose the close hospital. So they go, we're going to go 20 minutes to the community hospital. we
0: got Netflix on pause. We I mean, back. a
3: community hospital should be able to handle a separate right, patient, yeah, though. I'm assuming, sure. I don't know... Specific. So
1: this community hospital should be. It's not like a critical access. It's not critical access. It's not an urgent care. It's a general hospital. It's a general community hospital. They have inpatient. They They have have inpatient. They have a small ICU. They can handle a septic patient. patient. So they do decide to go to the community hospital 20-minute drive away. Okay? They start moving approximately halfway through their transport. So 10 minutes into their transport time. The, the EMT in the back, EMT number one, while writing his chart, because it's what a great EMT does, mm-hmm. decides that he needs to look at the patient.
3: Oh, good choice. Right? Great choice, <laughs> right? It's, it's only go. been 10 minutes. It's only
1: been 10 minutes, and he notices that the patient has become more unresponsive. Oh, so at this point in time, they it's finally request nobody. ALS. Okay. Finally request ALS. But
2: now you're 10 minutes from the hospital.
1: However... Right, they're ten minutes away from the hospital, give or take a few minutes, right? And they are now outside of their own response district, so they have to get mutual aid coming from another ambulance company right. that that gives ALS service. So what they do is they pull over and they wait for said no. ALS no, ambulance. No, why
2: would? It, how long are they waiting for? Like. T-minus 30 seconds or, like, T-minus 20 minutes? I don't even care. Don't wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Because
2: if it's T-minus 30 seconds and you're stopping at the park and ride, fine.
0: I'm not stopping till No, nope. I'm not stopping until so, I see you. If anything, I'm increasing speed.
2: Yeah, exactly. Chase okay. me.
3: All right. Chase <laughs> Catch me. Catch right? me. We're going so, we're
0: going to, we're going to bypass warp and light. We're going to ludicrous
1: speed. Wow. <laughs> oh, ludicrous speed. <laughs> yeah. So, nope, they this this crew decides to pull it over and wait approximately 4 minutes. No. ALS shows up. Now, ALS comes with a transporting ambulance, one medic, and an EMT. Woo. <laughs> they open up the side door and the medic goes, Hey, dude, sitting in a captain's chair because he's still sitting in the fucking captain's chair <laughs> <laughs> doing his goddamn fucking paperwork. While they're waiting? While they're waiting. You have an unresponsive patient on your stretcher. Now he's completely would, unresponsive? Completely unresponsive. I would think that as a provider... You would be
0: at least updating vital signs.
1: Airway? Airway.
0: Airway. Airway. You know? A like literally I'm willing to bet that we're still Anything. using the family's vital signs at this point. It's
1: literally no, A. No, No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no vital taken. signs have been taken through yeah. transport. That's what I figured. None. No vital signs through transport. He did
0: once you Once you get in the cabin's chair, that's it, you're done.
1: That's it. I, I've checked out. I'm done. Right? Worst fucking chair? Get it out of there. You can intubate without it. Yeah, Yeah, I've never intubated sitting in that fucking seat. Get rid of it. Right? So, EMT number one goes, Mr. Paramedic, cool. This is the story. He was, you know, alert to voice. Now he's unresponsive. But now it's
2: been, what, 15 minutes. He went alert to voice, unresponsive, and you still haven't done anything with the airway.
1: Correct. Nothing has been done in the airway. Nothing has been done... In breathing, Period. nothing's been done. He's got a nasal cannula in. Cool. A, B, it's right there. Right. It, nothing, right? Okay. They did half assed vital signs. They got a, a blood glucose. They put them on the stretcher and they started driving. They noticed that they became fully unresponsive and said, ooh, hey, we should probably have some help.
3: I feel like at this point the family should get paid for this because they did more work.
1: <laughs> Seriously. They got the vital signs. <laughs> they got the vital signs, right?
3: Go family.
1: So... <clears throat> Paramedic steps in and does an initial exam. Finds the guy to be unresponsive, GCS of three.
2: And
3: you get a three for
0: pulses. showing up.
2: Mm.
0: Oh. So he's in cardiac arrest.
2: Oh. Who knows how long?
1: how we long don't he check? in cardiac arrest? At right. least 14 we, minutes. We don't
2: know. We well, don't know. Could be four
3: seconds, could be 14 minutes. Who knows?
1: We okay. don't know. Big well, difference pushy for pushy. the noodle. Right?
3: That's a big difference for your it's brain.
1: A big difference, right? Did this person code two minutes after they left? Who knows? Yes. Did they code four minutes ago when they yeah. finally noticed that he was unresponsive?
2: Wait, so when they noticed he was unresponsive, did they check a pulse or no?
1: No. They just went. They just called for ALS.
2: I need wow. help. Oh, Atlanta. Yeah. Now there's no A, B, or C. It's all gone. It's right all Right out the window.
1: Right? So now you have a patient who's in full-blown cardiac arrest in the back of an ambulance with a provider that has an AED, that could have been doing CPR, that could have done an airway, that could have still went to the hospital and didn't do any of them because they never noticed.
0: They wrote because the chart.
1: they didn't do a goddamn assessment, mm-hmm. secondary vital signs. Their job. Their job. <laughs> um, they did a part of their job. They did paperwork. They listened to
0: long. They towns. were transporting. They got and the and glucose. The, yeah.
1: So, good for them, right? So this paramedic takes over the scene and tell and instructs his EMT, the transporting EMT, the intercept EMT, we'll call that, to start CPR. Tells EMT number one in the transport ambulance, you can get the fuck out of your own ambulance. <laughs> And literally tells that EMT to sit in the front seat and drive them to the hospital. The intercept crew decides to leave their truck on the side of the road, gathers all of their stuff, and transport ensues. While there, CPR is done. Epi, well, let's let's go in order. CPR is done. IV started. Fluid bolus is given.
2: I have a question. Yes. Now what hospital are they going?
1: They're still going to the community yeah, hospital now it's closest five facility. minutes yeah. away, right? So, IV started.
3: Also, though, the community hospital should still be able to handle this.
0: Yeah, yes.
1: it's a cardiac arrest. Yep. This is ACLs so at this yeah, point. So, I don't yeah. disagree with that.
0: Yeah, no, it's the closest facility, and you're already transporting. And you're
1: already transporting, right? Now it's just get stuff done, right? So, IV started. Fluids are given. CPR is being done. Epi one to ten thousand is given twice during transport. Monitors placed, PEA is on the monitor, no shocks are given. Airways established, BVM starts once the IV and all that stuff was right. was started. Ultimately they get to the hospital, they run the code for a good half an hour, and there's a negative outcome. So, poor old guy. Poor old guy. Well,
0: I was gonna say. I mean, after right? what, four minutes, four minutes or five minutes, anoxic brain injury.
1: Right. So even if they had gotten yeah. something back, it's probably not anything life sustaining. Yeah. Life sustaining. You minimal, know, minimal at that, function, that point. Right. Brain right. Function, yeah. But not even to worry about the outcome. Let's outcome aside. Hearing this call, what what are your guys? first thoughts it like i want it there's so much to tackle in here not just of a care perspective but of well i'm i'm trying
0: not to you know i mean it's easy to you know to, to be critical of them and everything but i'm just trying to think about you know mindset of the crew you know where why would you you know at some point somewhere along the road they decided that you know
1: patient care doesn't matter,
0: care doesn't matter. i mean it, and they're new i know don't, I, don't I don't mean to eight
3: months into this i was gonna say i don't mean along the road like, in, the on this call. I mean, like,
0: right i mean i'm talking about like in their careers mm-hmm. they've decided that this is the best i'm gonna do
3: but right. why did maybe they didn't decide that and that's all they know i mean if this is that's they're. i mean they're that new yeah. six to eight months you're telling me it's how it's did not this, new. what if they don't know anything different no. They just think that EMTs get in the back and they write right. their charts. That's what, what everybody's be, done. That's what everybody does. Yeah. And that's why I laugh when you say the paramedic kicked the initial EMT out, but like, you shouldn't take that, that as a learning an, opportunity. Right. Show him what he did wrong. Show him what he could do to improve. Show mm-hmm. him why it was wrong. Don't just, I could, what's it going to change now? All he's and... going to think is, oh, the paramedics are assholes. Yeah,
1: that's true. It, it is true. Um, you know, I look at it as, I think. L- I think this paramedic was more of the flabbergasted how do you I'm have sure. a fucking oh, cardiac sure. arrest here in front of you and you're doing fucking nothing. Right. Get the fuck out. Oh, I'm sure. Get then, out of my way. Let me Hey, fix this. Right. I, I want to make this a teaching opportunity. Right. And I agree. I no, think I get it. I think
3: I think you're on yeah. you're
1: one hundred percent accurate. It it is a it is a place of teaching at that point in time. If anything don't take your, tr- you know, don't take your intercept EMT. Right, make the, him. Make, make the him transporting do EMT do everything. Uh, 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 then it, he it, knows. Then he right. at least sees stuff and is like, wow, I feel like an asshole because I'm a dumbass. Exactly. And, exactly. and even exactly.
0: if you're in that, you know, if you're in douchebag mode as the paramedic, for no other reason than, which, for, than, than a punitive reason. Here, you're the one doing pushy-pushy on your patient that right, you let die.
1: Which sidebar, I think the paramedic has every right to be a douchebag. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, I, yeah, but I, mean, I agree. Yeah, make him. Fucking yeah, I walk do in and, and you're work. just
0: sitting there. No, 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 no. You, you can start
1: pumping him yeah. out, dude. Yep. Yeah. But again, I mean, if I was the medic, how, how much do I even trust this EMT to be able to do their job? Let alone now do pushy pushy. Mm. I mean,
2: because well, you don't even know them. You're from different right. district, different.
1: You know, they they've never worked together. They're from different districts.
2: They don't
3: even know each other's names for you know, right. <laughs> like and
1: here you are being gifted a dead guy on a stretcher <laughs> when
3: the UT didn't even know. Right. <laughs> so he's been dead for how you know? long?
1: Exactly. We don't fucking know. Right? There there's so many things in this and I I think I I don't want to just be punitive on the eighty million things that this both crew did fucking poorly. Because I think anyone listening would sit there and be like, oh, my fucking Jesus. Wow. Does this really exist? That was bad. Right. As we said, catastrophically bad. Yeah. But I think we have to attack. How did they get there? Right. Six to eight months after getting your card.
0: You should be rocking the house. You
1: should be. You know, you can suck. But you're wanting to do stuff. You're wanting right. to do assessments. You're still at least you're still motivated. Right. This isn't Not the this, is, sour, this, yeah. this isn't the 35 year old. That, yeah, yeah uh, no, the,
0: Honestly, as you were reading it through, I, I f- totally forgot about that whole part about this being they're only you know six months out of out of EMT Both school. Both of them. Both of and them. And yeah. This is I'm, a this is a fairly this, new crew. Because this, this to me, me sounded I'm
2: excited
1: like, excited like to witness, no, I'm, that sounds awful to say. I'm excited to witness a cardiac arrest. To me, sounded like something that
0: that somebody who's just Sick and tired of their job, and is just you know phoning it in would do. Right after God knows how that's many. That's why it makes
3: me wonder how many times has this EMT one that's in the back right. seen a BLS call go in, and they just sit there and write a chart. Right.
1: You know, and there are agencies out there that do not allow. You know, it's like oh, this is ALS. Right. It goes back to what BLS, we're talking about. Yeah. You know, and they do sit and write a chart. Yeah, and so maybe not for six
0: months, all they've done are know, Right. And you know, they don't shucks. know any different. Right. And all they know is, okay, I have a patient in the back. That means I write my chart because I have to get ready for my next one. So
1: right. then, so yeah. then, what kind of disservice are we doing as an well, yeah. exactly, industry? And that's what
0: we've talked about before. Yeah. You know,
1: it's like, oh dear, you know, we are. We, we are beat the EMT out of the EMT. We're literally right. training these people to write charts, to do nothing, right? Yeah. To sit there and just right and people. drive. Right. So, you know, is it the fault of their own? Maybe, you know, we we've we've talked about it, too. You only get out what you put into this industry if you don't want to be better. You're never going to get better just by, oh, I'm better. Like that doesn't happen. You know, you have to try and make yourself better. You know, it I think we're. Where it loses me the most is that they didn't notice that this person was sick in the first place. You know, that that scares me. Like, okay, fine. You want to be whatever and sit in the back and write a chart and not do an assessment. There's that to unpack. But not looking at it as a clinical, you know, in the clinical fashion and going, hey, we have a sick human being in front of me. How can I? What am I going to do to make this better? I I feel like, you know, we're going to talk next month all about humanity. I think humanity just was thrown right out the window in this. It's like, oh, sick guy. Okay, let's just shuck him to the hospital. It's their problem.
0: uh, Yeah, or like like I said, or you said before, the uh, you know, they didn't want him to be sick. Right. They wanted him to be be a nice easy bls transport to the hospital where i can write my chart which look those vitals look look good to me you know hey let's go right
3: why but why yeah
0: but that's that's my point i I think coming
3: from an emt if it's an ALS call and i have to sit in the back that's any even easier for me so like if you're playing on that aspect like why
1: i don't think he's i don't think he's playing on the aspect i think he's more just saying you know looking at it through confirmation bias you know I think they went in there going, okay, it's an old guy at his house with family. He's got dementia. He's already confused normally. He's confused a little bit more. Ah, it's probably just the dementia. The family's not here every day to see How many it. times
0: do we hear people use TMB? You know? you know, Oh, it's too many birthdays.
1: It, it's That kind like of what? stuff. It, yeah. You've never heard
0: that? you never heard too many birthdays?
1: I have. No, I have not. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I definitely now like it, though. <laughs> I'm going to use
0: it. And apparently everybody else has, too. Great. Now I'm the douchebag. No,
3: I've heard it. I'm pretty sure your
2: husband taught it to me,
3: actually.
1: <laughs>
2: well, I'm pretty sure you probably see my husband more
3: than I do at this point That's in my life, like. also very accurate. <laughs> probably. Um,
1: I definitely think there is something to be said about, you know, they're looking... You know, they are they are going in this looking for a zebra. Yeah. And they see a cow in front of them and they're going to paint that cow right? to look like a fucking right. zebra as best they can <laughs> to make it fit. They're
3: fitting yeah. it what they want, right? right?
1: And I think that's where oh, well, why do I need to get another set of vitals? This one sounds it good right? great right. it's I, already there. The fact that they didn't get another and one It
0: actually makes sense because when you now that we, when you when you bring in the fact that you know they're only 6 months out. There's no confidence. They've got no experience to fall back on. They've got no confidence in themselves. So they are hoping and praying that this is just going to be a mundane, Yeah, but I
3: think that the first part that they went wrong and their biggest issue was that they didn't recognize that he's sick at first. Because if you have a truly non-sick patient, I'm not getting vitals every five minutes. Right. So they were only 10 minutes out. I would be getting vitals right around the 10, 15-minute mark. So the fact that they didn't recognize that they're sick is where they went wrong.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And, and I 100% agree. This was, you know, with everything. The
0: fact that they didn't even get their own baseline vitals. Also, wrong. also wrong, yes. Holy also Jesus. wrong. Because yeah. I
1: guarantee you that that autocuff spit out a hypertensive mark, and this guy was probably like 80s oh, over yeah, whatever if he, whatever. he, he actually far, took a manual. I guarantee you was lower than that, yeah. Right? So, I mean, uh, assumption crew here, but we all know how non-accurate those wrist and are.
3: every other vital sign fit into the sepsis, you know, the perfect sepsis patient if you right. measure sure it. So why wouldn't they be? Exactly. That's, I was checking off the freaking five boxes and I was like, yeah. And good. you only need two. And that's, You, and that's you it. only need two in New York State where we practice. Three. They tell you to recognize. Oh, three. Three. They tell you to recognize or three or more. They're tachypnic. they're tachycardic, they're hypoxic, and they're hypoglyce- hyperglycemic. And they have alternatal status. Five.
1: Like, they literally tick off every single... <laughs> box
2: besides the hypotension right
1: it's like and even
2: that number just looking at it, you like that doesn't seem right
1: you know not for this type of patient but again that's that's where I think experience comes into it the yeah. confirmation yeah. bias I'm, comes I'm, into it
0: I'm trying to like I said I'm, know, I'm trying to put myself in you know as a six month EMT Um, you know if I'm just riding with another EMT who is about the same level as I am so I'm not with you know a super experienced guy not with a veteran, I'm, it's just, you know, we're two kids straight out of the box. And, you know, yeah, if you're not used to doing real calls and you're just doing a lot of, you know, the, the BS shucks and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden you're presented with something that, you know, is a legit call, you know, know. right. They Like you said, all I all, feel, ro- all roads lead back to we didn't know what we right, were even but looking I, at. Right, exactly. I also,
1: you know, another way to look at this, in terms that we have all seen in this room is think about when a cardiac arrest happens in an urgent care, right? The urgent care people... Don't see that stuff. They see the slight difficulty breathing that they can right. fix with an albuterol treatment. They see, you know, a stubbed toe or a broken arm that they can fix. Right. And you get there and this five running around in a to... circle doing nothing. Right. Yeah. And then boom, someone comes in with chest pain and codes in front of them and they're like blah, 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 blah. I don't fucking know yeah. what to do.
0: Yeah.
1: It's almost the same concept in that maybe you're right. They I don't know this agency at all. So I don't know if they do transports. I don't know if they're 911 only. I don't know. So to sit there and go, oh, hey, they might be so green, who knows, maybe. But
3: even if they're six months out, who's to say that they've seen a septic patient? Yeah. Well, right. and that's it. So even if you're not in the mindset of right. like, oh, I'm just here to, you know, watch you to the hospital or to wherever because we're doing right. non emergency transports, take that out of it. Even if they only do 911, they potentially have never seen a septic patient they have no idea
0: right.
3: not a clue
1: it is it is that is very accurate you know so i think you know what comes out of this discussion is that piggybacking on new providers really having to sit there and understand like hey i need to be busy i need to see calls i need to do calls i need to see patients right. and ask i can't questions. just i can't right i can't just it's like i told
0: Hills yesterday i said you know what was one thing you didn't do on the lady that we uh, we picked up the floor? Oh, I didn't listen to lung sounds. Mm-hmm. Right, listen to lung sounds every time you you get in contact with a patient. I don't care if it's a transfer or whatever, because you're going to hear clear lung sounds. Right. So that way, the one time when they're not clear, you're going to go, hey, that doesn't sound clear. That's right. not right. I
3: don't know right. what it's that is. I don't know what it, not is, not it is, but not it ain't right. right you know? <laughs> that ain't it?
1: Right. And and that's it. You know, take the opportunities to do calls, and do everything. Yeah. Like the fact that these guys chose not to do a blood pressure and then maybe didn't get to the second one, but still. But they like, never, took so the think, never took the first one. They never took the first one, and you never took the opportunity to sit beside your patient and do a secondary. Try to engage Listen to sounds the again. Just talk to right. them. Like you, you said, sometimes all you have to do is just talk to you them. You
0: can't engage somebody from behind them, you know.
1: Especially. Well, w-
0: no, no. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> nope. You know. Nope, filter's engaged.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, you, you seem like you want to s- okay, say something Okay, the one here. thing that
2: bothers me the most is, like, even if they had never seen a septic patient, they're six months out. They should still have those sheets memorized that they learned in EMT class. Go through it. Mm-hmm. Airway breathing circulation, okay, that's done. You try to get your OPQRSD and your sample from the family. Meh. Vital signs and a secondary assessment. You missed both of those. You just failed. They missed everything. They missed, okay, they missed, they ABC missed literally from the get-go. they literally missed everything. But that's the thing. If you're six months out, even if you've never seen a septic patient, go through your freaking sheet. I think
0: that mm-hmm. six month period I don't know if it's, you know, exactly the six month, but just that, that that first sometime within that first year seems to always be or at least it was for me was where that you know you're trying to find your rhythm. The rhythm of how it really is in, in yes. the world. So you're, you're, transitioning you're transitioning from, from school. from, sheets, from just surreal.
1: memorizing the sheets right.
3: to like an actual patient assessment right. and how it works for me. You're, I still, you're
1: yeah. still actually running OPQRST in your head going, right. okay, I asked those, what's next? And, and you're doing right. it in your head so you don't forget and shit. And then there's,
0: there's that, that period of just pure confusion where <laughs> it's you're making the transition to being a decent EMT where you now you're going to get all that information through conversation versus, right. you know, Oh, P. P, you know, <laughs> wait, wait there's no cue because there's no pain. Wait, what do I do? You <laughs> right. Know? Um, so, you know, maybe, the, maybe they were both in that weird transition period. It was just kind of like a perfect storm. Of or just, like,
3: oh, fuck, my patient's not talking. How the fuck am I supposed to get OPQRC? Right. <laughs>
0: and that's, right. that's another. <laughs> oh, but thing, I got you know, sample from the family. So, yeah. hey, I'm Kelsey, so I'm right. gonna write my chart, that's the only information know? I have. Right. That's but, what I'm going to go
3: with.
1: But really, th- you really bring up a really good point in the fact that, Kelsey, how many unresponsive or semi-responsive medical patients have you done in EMT class? In class? EMT class? Yep. In, in, class? Scenario. in scenario. In
2: class, medical, none. None. I've yeah. done we maybe... practice how done,
1: not how to how to communicate with someone who can't communicate back. Well, that's like the
2: first time that one of the people in my class had a responsive trauma patient. They were like, ah. Yeah. Right, because all
3: Cause your, all your trauma patients are all your medicals th- are responsive. Right. Yeah.
1: So how much of a disservice are we doing in, in EMT class? Because that's the training that you're going to fall back on, right? That's the foundation we're gifting you yeah. to go out and do this. So they might not have known how to communicate with somebody who was unresponsive.
0: Well, I was like with your with a couple of trauma assessments that you actually had, real trauma patients, I remember telling her, hey, T- don't just grab their arm and start feeling on it. Talk to them. Tell I'm them what you're using doing. I'm always in a mannequin, so I'm right. always just like, dude. Right, because right. you're doo, just going to so grab on do. somebody. They're going to be like, what the fuck? Why are you touching me? You right.
1: It's very true. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, there there's definitely something to be said about maybe they just. Th- this could have been fucking George Clooney's perfect storm. Yeah, just storm, that
0: perfect storm, yeah.
1: You know, and everything just kind of worked out to a really terrible outcome that most likely could have been prevented if they were.
2: They got vital signs.
1: <laughs> you know, and we're that's trained the big You know, it, well, and
2: let's that's just, the thing. Let's
0: just say they got vital signs, and let's say they came up with the same ones, no, they mm-hmm. or something similar. Let's say that that auto cuff was was bang <laughs> on, dead on balls accurate. Yep. Right. Industry term. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> and they they're gonna they would have still done the same thing. They would have said, "Okay, I have a patient that isn't really."
3: Let's say the vitals were ninety on fifty. Would they have done anything different?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Would they?
1: I'd I probably know. hopefully called for ALS. They would have hey,
0: 90 systolic, that's not too far off a of 120, so hey.
1: But, you know, here's here's my my um, I guess disadvantage of being a 13-year provider is I can't remember knowing nothing. So I can't remember <laughs> it's true, I can't remember what it was like as a brand the new The humble Michael six- Turek, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though, like and I, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, listen, I don't remember what it was like to be six months out. I, I remember certain times and places where I, I had that, I get like, it, I'm, I'm at oh, that point. yeah, you know, yeah, I'm at that point I don't now remember knowing Becoming a fuzzy nothing.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: I currently know nothing. I, and I wish that I could remember being in your fuzzy, happy place of knowing nothing. I so it's hard for me to to sit there and go okay well what would I do if I knew nothing I would fall okay, back on my sheets if I did nothing I would fall back on my sheets but or maybe I would done just that do, with do a nothing sheet,
3: though like you've never you know? had a meta- you can't get sample and OPQRST from an unresponsive patient no but I could have done ABCs right but like you're gonna fall back on your sheets and like to th- in their mind the ABCs were fine yep.
1: Yeah.
0: He's breathing. They put and, him on oxygen. oxygen. There's no airway. Right. So now With they eyes.
3: fix the problem. They don't think to like go back and reassess it.
0: Yep. I can hey, I look, mean, the I, oxygen went up into the 90s. we Right. We're right. Good. We fixed right. him. Right. Yeah.
3: Our pulse we, ox is off though at some point.
1: The pulse ox no, is, it is is off. It's like in but their
3: mind they had already done that. They checked that box. They right. just never circled back around.
1: There was no reassessment right. after like do your ABCs and yeah. then once Follow you the sheet. do everything, at the end of the sheet what's the last thing? How reassess.
3: How often? And what are you reassessing? One and of the things it. that I keep coming back to this on, too, is that they never asked questions. And, like, I realized they got kicked out of their ambul- their own ambulance, which I'm sure is, like, infuriating, embarrassing, whatever. I, I think can it's understand. Actually. I I laugh. Yeah, but <laughs> if that was you, you'd be but like, I know. Oh, I'd be fucking well, fuming if I was that. Hold on.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, you, technically, you did do that to somebody, too.
3: I understand. That's for a
1: different podcast. <laughs> but
3: I understand what it's like to go into a situation and not know. Like, I'm a new nursing graduate. So I understand when they're like, can you get me this? And I look at you like, what the fuck is that? Right. Speak English. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, just go over here and I'll have somebody else do it. No, I want to do it. You have to tell me what it is. Right. So I'm a little more upfront, and I'm like, fuck off. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. But for them,
1: they're they just, just going
3: to follow what the medic says. They're right, right. never going to learn from this situation either. Well, yeah, because yeah. when somebody yells at you to get out of the ambulance, how quickly are you going to be like, mm, no. For and me, it, yeah. but if I was them, you know, think back to my younger days, like, I would be like, okay, I'm
2: so sorry.
1: Right. That's, and, true. Like, run. Yeah, I, that's true. That's true.
2: Definitely bad.
1: <laughs> yeah. I would have loved if I had done that to Emily, she would be like, go fuck yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, but six months when you got your you it, out
0: my <laughs> I mean, not, you know, not too long ago, I, it, it, yeah, I can still remember, you know, those first few months of you know, what it was actually like. And, and yeah, no, as, as the time goes by, those those memories are getting fuzzier you and fuzzier. Mean? And, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, so, I mean, doing stuff like this is, you know, it's forcing me to try to remember, you know, call it empathy, whatever you want. I'm trying to figure out why these kids did, did what, what they, they did, did. Yeah. you know, and, and, and was I ever in a position where it was like that too. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, there, there were times where I felt completely just I am, shit fucked in over my head so do you
1: feel like maybe that could have been it in that they saw a sick patient maybe they go okay they're super sick we've done what we can because emts give oxygen and problems solve themselves gonna save me because
0: i just gotta keep them alive till we get there
1: right and fail and maybe i just (laughs) i step back and not do anything and hope Maybe you know? it's just me because
2: I'm, like, a nervous person when it comes up. But, like, I'd be asking that guy 30 times a minute, are you feeling any different? Sir, are you there? Like, but, but that might just be my personality and, and where I'd be too nervous if here, it was something here, I'd never seen before.
0: Yeah, that too. And here's another aspect. that: What's this agency's just operating system like? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, do they encourage their EMTs to, hey, if you can't handle it, call for backup. Right, you know you'll have somebody. We'll get you something, somebody there. You know, Ricky tick, or is it? Hey, uh, you know, you guys are on your own. You're in a sh- you know BLS sh- you know bullshit bus. You know, right. fuck off. Have a good day. And
1: and there was a lot of times you know going back in. My old career, when I worked City EMS, yeah. you didn't get a mech on everything. I've wrote in BLS strokes, I wrote in right. BLS MIs. I mean is because you're is not it getting there? a medic. Yeah. And you're just there's a it's a mile to two hospitals. Just drive there.
0: Right. Is, is right? that more is that like the mindset of the corporate culture of that particular agency? Right. You it know, very know. well
1: could be. You know, and and the thing the last thing that I, I want to touch on before I go around the table is is the fact that they waited for ALS for four minutes. Right? Emily's like so, beef. Like yeah, you're that's, you're know. ten minutes away. Just you wait go. four minutes. Go. You can be there. Like, you know, because yeah, in four minutes you're faster. still gonna be ten minutes away. R- exactly. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in exactly. four minutes
0: you could be six minutes away. Exactly.
1: You know, and and I think waiting didn't do anybody justice. No. Um, you know, even if even if they had just said, Oh hey. They're unresponsive. Let's just keep driving. Right.
2: And never, never
1: picked up on the fact that they were apneic and pulseless. And then they walk into the ER and go, "Hey, we have an unresponsive person." And they go, "Well, they're apneic and pulseless, and start CPR there. At least they're there sooner.
0: Right.
1: You know, four minutes is because then you also have a minute or two to get a report and do an assessment. So you're there for like for four minutes yeah you're right there dead right you know the noodle's gone the noodle's gone right so I think that was a, a big a big teaching point too is if you are so close to a hospital just keep going yeah. don't always just be like oh I gotta wait for a paramedic unless you said it's called an intercept you know, you know right
0: what does the word intercept mean you know you're you're, you're meeting at a point you know, that, that shaves off time. It's not.
3: Right. But don't sit and wait at yeah. said point.
0: Right. Right. It's, oh, I've reached the intercept point. They're not here. We're stopping. No, we're going to keep going. Yeah, no, you keep you going. figure out a way to intercept with me. Right.
1: Whether that be right. in front or back or whatever. I mean, there's been plenty of times where, you know, before I was a medic, I'd intercept. Oh, hey, where's my intercept unit? I'm, you know, two miles close to the to the point. Oh, they're like four miles behind me. See, All I right, well, they you. can either catch me...
0: Or I'll see you at the hospital. Or
1: I'll just keep going and try and find someone ahead of me. Yep. Catch me if you can. Sorry. I can't
3: tell you how many times I've gotten yelled at because my intercept will catch me in the in the hospital parking lot, and they're like, why, the, why didn't you stop? I was behind you the whole time. I'm like, but you weren't in front of me.
1: Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's it's, true. It's, yeah. <laughs> the perfect, perfect way of looking at yeah. it. Um, so... To wrap it up, because I don't think we need to... It's like, don't you know the pit maneuver? I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't think we need to, to really you know, beat down this one too terribly. Um, was there anything that you guys wanted to talk about that you guys noticed that maybe we haven't beat down in this episode yet? the wheels are turning.
0: Yeah, just don't
2: write your chart in the back.
1: God, please
0: don't. Yeah, I I, know, I, was, I used hope that. These,
1: it's a pet peeve of mine.
0: I
3: hope these providers are still practicing and I would love to like do a call with them to see how much they've improved. And like I would love to see in 10 years if they still practice what they think of this call.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking like doing inner facilities and stuff, you know, they give us the iPads for the back and all this
3: Put it down. Leave it in the uh, front.
0: Honestly, yeah, you know, I get I get stuck with, you know, a stack of charts to do, you know, at the end of a busy day. You know, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll have like two or three to, to write. But that's because I didn't sit in the back, even in a facility. I didn't yeah. sit in the back and write my chart. I may have started it and just put some of the quick particulars in just to get it going. But then I put the damn thing down. I, I'm, I'm there to be with a patient. I'm not there to write on a freaking... Right, and that's it. If I have, a th- you know, a third writer or something, here you go. Start yep. the chart. Go for
1: it. Right. You know, I I was I was trained to write a chart, but I was not trained to write a chart in front of a person. Right, it's not my job to sit there and go, "Oh, hey, if you need me, just holler." Like I'm your waiter, I'm gonna be here buried in my computer. Can you imagine being a Fuck patient that. on potentially
3: the worst day of your life, and you look over and the person that is supposed to be helping you
1: is buried in a computer, yeah. is
3: on a fucking tablet,
1: yeah, yeah I know. and doesn't give a lick about you. Yeah, no,
3: absolutely not. No. It
0: drives me to me, bonkers. To me it, is the, it is the equivalent of what they force us to do with the whole uh, asking for your insurance information of patients. You know what I mean? Last one to my doctor, my doctor don't come out and say, hey, while I'm in here with you, you got your insurance card? Right. No. <laughs> well, they have the billing people do that. Yep. You know, the provi- the care provider doesn't do it. We're mm-hmm. the only ones who do it. And that's messed up. I'm yep. sorry. I had to go off on that tangent. But that's complete fucking bullshit. It is complete bullshit.
1: Yeah. I agree. And and especially at times where you're like, oh yeah, um, I I know I just worked this code on your husband. Right. And, and I know they're dead. dead, and dead and yeah, can you you I, have so I have your I insurance? I feel your insurance. Can, can I have your insurance info? Because we're still gonna bill you for this. Yeah. But, but we need it now. Right, because you're you're really an emotional train wreck right now. But, <laughs> but I you can your right. fucking shit and then sign here. Press R, yeah. please. Yeah, put um, yours on there yeah, too, just yeah. in case
0: you go into arrest. Right. Yeah, because of, yeah. you know you're Fuck or, off. Right. Yeah, yeah I I I'm.
1: I'm totally with you. Yeah. No, I'm 100% it's, Yeah, on it's that such.
0: Tangent. It is such bullshit. I, I mean,
1: it makes us look very professional in right. the industry. I, Fuck
0: I'm, off. I don't need my patient going. Does he care more about me or care more about how he's getting paid for this? Right. Exactly. You know? Yep. Uh,
1: Especially you know. I don't mean to go down
0: that. Rabbit hole, but it's a good. Goddamn, I hate that fucking rabbit hole. Really
1: good rabbit hole to go down.
0: I'd like to drop a freaking stick of dynamite down there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice C four. Yes. (laughs) Um. Anything else? No. Yes. Cool.
0: I think. I mean. uh, I I think. Yeah, I think we could we covered it. Um.
1: It it's a. I I look at this and yes, I say it's catastrophic, mostly because. There's so much that could have been done to maybe mitigate an outcome, um, you know. But talking about what we did, you know, there's there's a lot of ifs and assumptions, and and maybe you know we we nailed some on the head, and maybe you know others are just complete speculation. Well, but it's, it's it's really good for other providers to start thinking about their own practices. Like this does not happen frequently. Right. This is not. This is the thing. only time in 13 years that I've ever heard of a story like this, and it's like, oh, okay, well, how am I practicing? Am, am I paying attention as, as good as I'm supposed to be? And I think that's the big takeaway. Yes, could they have seen the sepsis? Sure. Could they have done things to mitigate the outcome? Sure.
0: Well, that's what, and that's where I was going to go with my, like, I guess my question for the table is, Let's say they did call for a paramedic early and they're riding to an intercept. He coded somewhere within that 10 minutes of them leaving the house. What could we have done or what would we have done that would have stopped that process from happening?
1: Well, and that's it. I don't think there I is mean, anything.
0: Is there anything definitively that says says we would have stopped it? No. It might have just been an inevitable. You know, I mean, I, but the... the the fact that they didn't do their di- due diligence is is the crux of it. But, I mean, I'm just saying even even if we were on board, it would be like, you know, okay, I'd start my fluids. We're mm-hmm. you know, going to start that stuff. And then, right. you know, and is I, he already too far to the point where his body's and, done? And I think,
1: mean, I think that is a valid point in that if – so I'm the paramedic that shows up. Right, whether it be intercept, they call me on scene. I'm able to get there beforehand. I'm gonna start a line. I'm gonna put him on the monitor. I'm yeah. gonna give him fluids. I'm gonna do a temperature. I'm gonna get a blood pressure. I'm gonna get all that so we can actually see where he's at. Right. But I think it's the monitoring. Right. That. De- I, and obviously that in this case, diligence. I would've definitely would have had
0: a 12 lead too, so we would have been seeing right some more of the metabolic so, stuff
1: going on. Yeah. Right. So I think if. If your due diligence was done yeah. and you actually sit there and go, I'm going to watch this guy, right? Oh, I see his mental status declining. Now I can go, hey, I see his mental status declining because he was voiced. Now he's unresponsive. Yeah. There's that whole, you in know, 10 p- minutes in yeah. between like, that we have no idea. Did he flip a switch like that and go unresponsive or was it a steady decline? Yeah, I
0: guess I guess my point was, you know, is there really anything that we would have we done? that could have definitively I, prevented it from happening? I don't think so. No, but the fact that we, us being there, maybe we would have had a better outcome after it I think after we, it happened. we
1: may would have seen it earlier. Because he's in PEA when this paramedic finally puts the pads and stuff on. Which we know from on, and hypoxia. We, and we know from previous episodes, PEA is secondary in cardiac arrest to hypoxia. Right, Prolonged hypoxia typically causes the first rhythm to be PEA. So... How, again, Kelsey said a hundred times, hey, this guy's noodle's not perfusing. How long has it not been perfusing, right? Yeah, he's getting passive oxygenation, but it's not making its way to the brain if the heart's not pumping. So, you know, I I definitely think due diligence is, is where we need to leave it. You know, could there be a better outcome? Sure. Who knows? What, you know, it is what it is at this point. We'll
0: never know because they never made those decisions.
1: Right. And that's it. And it really, it really shows how simple decision-making can really you know, flow a call one way or the other. Okay. Um, I have you a, question got a question for you guys. Okay.
2: So if you based on the fact that six months they've never seen anything like this, wouldn't even know a sepsis patient if they were standing in a crowd with their hand up in the air. Okay. For every new EMT who just tested out was about to test out, what advice do you have for everybody who goes on that call and they have no idea what they're looking at? Assess your patient.
1: I think it's more than that. I think so the best thing that I can do and give advice in this type of situation is if it doesn't look right, it's probably not. It's probably not. Right? right? So if this guy does not look right, like if you walk in and you're like, yeah, he don't look right. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not right. right. There are times. If
0: your spider senses are tingling, there's a reason. But
3: you don't have any when you're new. That but is but
0: true. You, you <laughs> don't have. <laughs> do,
1: but you do. You can walk in and, be like, you and should see not be somebody that color. and be like, "That don't feel right." Like, here's a guy. I get what she's saying though. But what if their se- spidey senses? They didn't
0: ha- go up? they they haven't built the spidey senses of eh, I think, uh, I feel like I you, you have bit- you
1: have an internal, like
2: they're not that strong though cuz you really don't trust your internal spidey senses right out. My advice to you
3: would be to take all the information There's and don't, pa- put other, don't put other don't find Star an Wars excuse to. for it. He's altered, oh, it must be dementia. What if it's not? Just because you have dementia doesn't mean you can't have sepsis, something going a on. Stroke. Right. So don't put an answer to it. Just don't, take it for what it is. And I
1: think that's the confirmation right. bias. Yeah. Don't take go in going, "Well, this is what right. it is" and then trying to make it so it is. Go in going, "I have no fucking idea what this is." And then be like, oh, this is what's popping out at me the most. Right. I'm going to go in that direction.
0: But still as a Padawan in Star Wars terms, so he can understand. I know you don't understand.
1: <laughs> I for got you. Gotcha.
0: So these are young Padawans. Yep. So what the young Padawan should do is do your textbook assessment, gather all the data, get all that information. And if you looking at it, looking at the patient, looking at the data, and you're going, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at, pick up the phone and call the Jedi. It's true. You have a phone.
1: No, he's 100% accurate. But that's what I'm saying. is You could really be in that
0: situation. So. <laughs> okay, so totally, totally I think I kind of get the point. Excised her telling. from the conversation. <laughs> I
1: don't understand Star Wars. He just said call a doc. I understood <laughs> that.
0: Call a medic. Or, or, or call somebody who, who yeah. will. Call Emily. Call Emily, wake her up. Hey, you just got off work. Great, I got something for you. But
2: that's the thing. You've given me scenarios where I'm like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing.
1: And here's the thing. There are there are times in this industry that you will take care of a patient and not know what the fuck is going on. You have absolutely no idea what is causing their issue. And it you just have to accept that you don't know. Yeah. You know that there there will be everything. times that you you're can like call, you can call I don't
0: medical know. control or even as simple as you know we've got all our numbers on you know, speed dial, you, know, you pick up, you call one of the medics that are at the building or call the building. Hey, I need somebody. Quick. Anybody. I don't care. You know, just Erica. get me somebody that, right. I was <laughs> going to say, <yeah. laughs> I just need somebody that knows, you know, Something more than, than me. Yep. Um, but yeah, at the very end of the day, the best thing you can do, I mean, you can't do better than than someone starts to name a name with doctor, so, you know, or, well.
1: I mean, you can. I was going to say. There's uh... a few. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but I mean, yeah, you can pick up the phone. You could get, get a doc on the phone. Hey. And if it's, and if they sound like they're 15, you go, can I have your attending, please? Right, can, <laughs> yeah. can I have your parent right. like on the phone? Put, put hey, dad on the phone. Just... Yeah, put mama. That's yeah. what everybody
1: thinks when they talk to me on Especially the phone. Especially if it's like yeah. March. <laughs> right. And then, then you're like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um. Any other further questions, comments, concerns about this one? No, I think we're I think we're pretty good. All right, uh, so guys, we will see you in the uh, the brand new year. Hopefully, it's been better than this one to start <laughs> out. Uh, but uh, we will see you in January when we're going to talk all about humanity in EMS. This was something that came up from a call that I had, and Gerard. This is a big topic that you mm-hmm. really uh, pound home, and I think EMS has lost the ability to conduct themselves in humanity of human life so we're going to have a discussion about it and uh and that'll be january 1st so happy new year guys merry christmas and uh i will say at first festive donuts awesome festive donuts
0: (laughs) better than regular ones (laughs) they're red and green and beautiful and blue blue for for our jewish listeners there you go (laughs) there we go all right guys they get get, what seven of them they do get seven of them
2: Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like more information on the podcast or to send us a call to review, visit medicmaterials.com forward slash podcast. To learn more information, like us on Facebook at medicmaterials.edu, EDU or watch our weekly instructional videos on the Medic Materials YouTube channel.